Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Guitar Nerds is brought to you in association with Faith Guitars. Based right here in the UK, Faith Guitars are designed by British guitar luthier Patrick James Eggle, who has been hand-building guitars for decades for some of the biggest names in the business. Founded in 2002, Faith Guitars have been voted the UK's best acoustic guitars five times in a row by both the public and panels of music industry experts, so you can be confident in your new Faith Guitar. Like all quality acoustics, Faith Guitars are made of all solid tone wood, so you can be sure they'll start off sounding great and improve year on year. Faith don't use laminated woods. But you'll be pleased to know that despite the all solid tone woods, the superb specification and handmade construction, Faith Guitars are still affordable, with prices starting at around £450 or $600. US Discover the range at faithguitars.com and then visit one of the many UK or European retailers to try them for yourself. But hold up! If you're in the USA or Canada, you can buy direct at faithguitarsusa.com and by using the coupon code NERDS at the checkout, you can get an exclusive 10% discount. So, in the UK and Europe, check out the guitars at your local dealer or faithguitars.com. But for North American listeners... Buy direct at faithguitarsusa.com and use the coupon code NERDS for a special 10% off at the checkout. That's USA coupon code NERDS at the checkout. Faith Guitars, award-winning acoustics, designed right here in the UK. Welcome to the first episode of the Guitar Nerds podcast for 2020. This week sponsored by Shergold Guitars. And I'm joined by Mark Packham. New hair, who dis? Jay Cross. Hi. And Matthew Knight. Did you see a Christmas ghost? Oh, God damn it! This week's episode, we're, uh, we're going to be discussing uh, the latest news in the world of guitars. And, uh, and we're, we're actually going to be taking questions from the Guitar Nerds Facebook group. So to join the discussion, follow the links in the description of this podcast or visit facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Guitar Nerds Forum. What? Got a whole script. Yeah, I have got a whole script. I'm reading a whole script in front okay. of me. But yes, but but first of all, you know, it's a we and it's a new year, so new year, new gear. Okay. 
I ain't got any new gear. Yeah, I, well, I know. I didn't nothing. expect you to. But okay, so that's why I've catered this for, you know, what did we get? But also, what what gear do each of us have our eye on for uh, for 2020, what 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 are we going to add to our arsenals for for 2020? Uh, well, I'm trying to get rid of everything, so nothing. <laughs> I literally have sold almost everything. So what now. have you? So what have you got left, Mark? Um, SG gone. Bartelli. Wait, no, gone. the SG's gone. Well, but you were going to keep the SG. That, he the, was only ever going to flip no, anything that he bought. No, that's but not true. The SG is true. The SG I was going to keep. And you actually, said you were going to keep the tell, SG. Tell you said lie. you were going to sell everything else and keep the SG. Tell a lie. The SG was returned, and I've refunded it. But I am going to relist it again for sale. Um, so what? I just, do you know what? I over Christmas, I sat down just with the Katana and a the Les Paul Junior, and I thought, eh, listen up. Oh, so I was going to say, That's what's the guitar the that you've chosen? So yeah. it's the Les Paul Junior yeah. that you're. I'm going to um, actually. I say I'm not going to buy any new gear. I'm going to get a Gun Street wiring harness for it. Oh yeah, um, why is that? Uh, because at the moment it is just wired. Oh, it's still the uh, it's still the it kill just, switch. It just has an on off switch with no. Yeah, that's the best. Tone. Change it to an Art- Art- Atari. Um, no, game button. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> and I actually want to put it back. I want to put it back to its original wiring, as in how it's wired up. And I was like, oh, I'll try out a little Gun Street uh, Les Paul oh, Junior vibe. So I want to do that. I might change the pickup as well. I might oh, put what, like bare knuckle or something in what there. What pickups in there at the moment? Just whatever it came with. Just the actual Gibson pickup. Yeah, Why yeah. would you ever change a no, Gibson it's fine. pickup? It's fine. You it's, don't need to change a yeah, Gibson yeah, no, pickup. It sounds good, but I just want to see what other options I mean, are. I understand changing pickups if you buy like a cheap Fender or, or something like that. Or, but... you know, like, I mean, even if you just want a different sound. But I don't know. I just If I'm going to keep one guitar, I might as well do some stuff with it. Yeah, yeah. You can't compl- you, yeah totally. You can't completely get rid of the urge to like buy stuff and mm-hmm. like muck around with stuff. So that I'm just going to do it. On one guitar, and I then, reckon, uh, then I, I re- might retolex the katana. Why not? Uh, oh yeah, re- you should do that. Yeah, I reckon B bender, B bender. That's not, a great. I'm idea. Not going, no, G bender, G bender. Yeah. I'm not doing anything that mm, ridiculous. Mm. Did you see? Uh, I can't remember where I saw it. There was a video of Jack White recently with the guitar that he used on the most recent raconteurs. Raconteurs, and I think it had three levers for string bending on it. Like, really? You know, oh. like the um, Duesenberg yeah, yeah. levers that you can add. I think you yeah. had three of those. I'm going to find it. You wow. talk about something else. I'll no, that's, that's, uh, that's pretty impressive. Well, I mean, yeah, oh, well, okay, fine. Jay Cross, what 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 do you think you'll add to your arsenal this year? It's 2020. What are you going to change? Um, well, after our, and I guess we should uh, sort of, you know, pre-warn that there will be gear of the year spoilers in this. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, well, that's actually the next topic. Of course, yeah. I, I, be, I mean, I would say after spending time with it over the Christmas break when we had a load of stuff here, honestly, the Time Master, I, I, the Time <laughs> Master twin, I think is amazing. I had to take it back today because I bought oh, it. Oh, no. And, um, I, I just, but you've you know, still got the Princeton here. Yes, yeah, of course, yeah. Do a swapsy. Well, you know, maybe. But um, I just I just think the, the Time Master just sounds so good. They look, It looks amazing. Like, I've had it downstairs here in, in, in the living room for the last couple of weeks. And it just, it looks amazing. They sound amazing. It's so light. It's so versatile. I, I mean, right. I, I absolutely love it. I completely stand by my my position on the gear of the year. I, I, that, for me, is, is what I've got my eye on. And yeah. a twin rather than a deluxe. Right. Okay. Just oh, because I think enough. they, uh, uh, I mean, it's purely aesthetic. I just think they look cooler. And, you know, two speakers are better than one. Very classic. A very classic look. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, cool. So, and, no, sorry, go no, on. No, no, no. So, so, yeah, that's that's my, that's kind of what I've got my eye on. Um, I'm also really keen to get a EHX tri-parallel mixer. Again, something else that I fought for in, uh, in, in gear of the year. Um, G-O-T-Y. At, 
because I gotta. Yeah, uh, awful. So um, yeah, that's that's kind of where I am. I mean, I'm still I'm in an R in over whether I will whether I want to get a P, uh, a custom shop P base. Uh-huh. Um, but I over the in, in the run up to Christmas, I played a couple of shows and had a bunch of band practices with my P base, yeah. and I just love it. It's such a good. I just P-base. love it. Like I love the way it feels. The I love the way those, it sounds. Was it 2012? I can't remember. No, it's 2000 and. Eight, I think. Oh, so it's pre the custom shop pickups going in the yes uh, in the yeah, standard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, okay. I or guess maybe two thousand five is 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 before that. Yeah, they yeah. were still obviously fantastic. Then. Yeah, but the, it's kind of the problem with the Fender standards for throughout the whole of sort of the two thousand the last the ten years before this ten years yeah. is that they were so consistent, especially on the bass front. I think maybe more so on the bass front than, than the guitar front. Right. They were just, uh, it, P basses especially, you could just buy a standard and know that that was an just instrument good, you were going to yeah. have forever. Yeah, and, and that's kind of where I am at the moment. I mean, I, I the only way that I could afford to get a custom shop P bass is if I was to, and I like, I mean, who needs two basses? Like nobody. So I uh, would need to get rid of my current P bass in order to get that. And I'm just, I'm just not sure it's worth the risk, right. you know. We've been. I've been through this before when I had that amazing Les Paul standard, and I got rid of that to buy a Les Paul Traditional, which was the guitar I thought I really wanted. Yeah, and um, it just it wasn't anywhere near as nice as my Les Paul standard that I, know, I, I, I got rid of. I, I actually don't think it's just a case of it being nice. I think there's a, there is a case of sort of uh, the sort of shows you play. Like when I bought that 1969 P bass, and yeah. absolutely in the in the recording studio, I'm like, oh yes, this is the best thing I've ever heard. I absolutely love the sound of this totally happy with the purchase but when it came to playing it live i was like i, I would much rather be playing a 600 pound yeah yeah yeah, yeah. sort of bass or a thousand pound bass or something around that price point that i was more comfortable with and all of a sudden when i was playing something that was of that value which a custom shop would be as well i was i was immediately slightly more concerned about what i was doing with it and it's yeah kind of- and that's that's the thing like you know with my p with my p base it's all battered and bruised and like you know i drop it a lot and i bang into stuff and you know i carry it around in a gig bag and it doesn't matter and it looks yeah, cool and exactly you know I've, I've thought about getting it refinned i have thought about that um maybe but it's in the best color it's in olympic white but like it's I have- not just olympic white it's like an aged. Well, Olympic, it's only aged it's because Olympic the white owned by a guy who used to smoke twenty years ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's gone. It's gone really yellow. So that is another thing. Is I have thought about doing that, having it refinned, or you know, maybe maybe strip it back and put some uh, put uh, get it nitroed. I don't know, but the thing is, I really like the way it looks. Yeah, so, it does look great. So maybe maybe I'm just sort of looking for to solve problems that aren't issues at the moment so yeah, you know it is a fantastic um, base. before we move on i just did a bit of research on the jack white thing he's uh-huh. actually using one of the hip shot systems um but i couldn't find out which one but it did lead me on to looking at the um Duesenberg multi-bender which is basically their uh like bridge replacement right that you can so, so is this several arms so as standard it comes with two so right. you can basically move and you can select which string they're on by basically moving them. It's got like a rail at the back that the arms sit on and they can right. basically move, be moved to any of the strings. Okay. So actually on Jack White's one, although he's not using this system, on Jack White's one, it looks like he's got the first bender on the low E. Oh, that's um, so cool. Which is, so so a couple of questions because I can't yeah. see your computer and I've, I've not seen it. And, and neither can anyone listening. No, so this exactly. is good. This is, this is better for the listener. Um, so how, how do you control the arms individually? Are they spread out from each other? Yeah. And also, does this require a lot of drilling into the back of your uh, guitar? To- I don't know. I don't know how you would fit it. It looks like it's probably... 
best used for a telly, right? Because um, it is kind of telly. But bridge I assume you'd stuff. have to you'd have to carve out a big chunk of it, especially no, if no, you're no, going to no. be. It just sits on top, I think. Yeah, it's just a straight like retrofit replacement. Yeah, really. So imagine yeah. it doesn't work like a normal um, B bender. Like you're not moving okay. the strap because that's what I'm thinking. No, about. no, 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 no. This is like a bridge that has. Imagine like. Two miniature tremolo arms on that you can raise up and down to raise the raise the pitch. Right. But the thing, and I knew that this existed, and I kind of knew how it worked. What I didn't realise is that because of it's got this rail system, and you can move the arm to any uh, string. Firstly, that's cool because you can like then bend the low low E or whatever. Um, you can also buy additional levers, and you can have up to I think. It doesn't say this explicitly, but I can't see why not. You could have up to six. So you could effectively have a, a, a pitch bender on every string individually. Right. Okay. I did sell one to a customer at GAC once who, who had three. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a very, very cool system. And loads of people use it for lap steel because then you can do all the sort of pedal steel bends yeah, yeah. on a lap steel. I want to see one with six of the arms on. I think that'd be amazing. Yeah, but I mean, at that point, just get a tremolo. Just get a tremolo. No, no, because you can't do you strings individually. individually. Yeah, okay, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Or just learn to play pedal steel. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I tell you what, when I, I know I spoke about this before, but when I was in Nashville uh, 18 months ago or whenever it was, and we, we like just were wandering around the town and we bumped into this geezer who was playing a, uh, a pedal steel. And it was just, it was like, nothing i'd ever heard before yeah it was just unbelievable like i've always sort of seen people that play those sort of things and i'm just like god you look so silly like it just like you're wiggling your knees around and stuff and <laughs> to sit there and to, to stand there and watch him play it was, and he was so good it really it really was a magical experience i've yeah. never heard anything like it i think you can do something like on the two or three necked steel you can do something like 14 chords without fretting a single note. Wow. <laughs> Isn't it? Um, is it? How many levers do they have? 14? I think it's... Um, no, I think you get two <laughs> or three knee levers and then you yeah. get like two or three... Pedals as well. Foot levers. And then obviously you've got three, generally like two or three necks and each one's tuned to a different chord. It's, I, I mean, I can barely get I mean, my head I can, around guitar and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the theory is just insane yeah absolutely yeah. so uh bringing it around to you matt knight with uh you know with, with the aim of new year new gear uh what do you have your eye on as the I, the most likely one of us to expand your your i uh, i actually got new gear for christmas oh yeah so what uh, sort of um the kind people at uh, isotope sent me a spire which i've been having tons of fun with and we already spoke about it loads but i actually realized this is how i want to record I never want to plug anything into an interface. I just want to do it. Yeah. Uh, just, uh, it's, it's wicked. It's really, really inspiring. I, yeah, I genuinely think it's absolutely fantastic. I've and, had tons of fun with it over Christmas and, as well. And then I got today, I got the Pedal Crush book. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, fantastic. Um, which is awesome. Because um, I've actually got the other two as well. Um, what are the other two, Matt? The other one is called Tweak and Push. Yeah. And then I forget what the other one's called. One's on modular push synthesis. turn knob, something like that. Push turn yeah. tweak. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I can't remember. But th this one is awesome because obviously it's all about pedals. Uh, written um, 
by the same guy that did the other two, plus Scott Harper, who is Knobs on YouTube. Um, and he also did a bunch of the graphics as well. So it's got that really nice feel like his YouTube channel, but in this, you know, this awesome book um, feel. So it's like, it's way more than just any like general pickup coffee book. It like makes you want to turn like every page. Mm, yeah. I would say second best book I've ever read. Behind, second, <laughs> behind the rock. The, <laughs> behind <laughs> the rock autobiography, which I asked him for for Christmas, but I didn't get it. So. <laughs> Wait, why did you want another copy of that? Because he's read through, I, he's worn his first yeah, copy I've out. Yeah, I've worn it out. I've worn it out. Um, the other book is called uh, Push, Turn, Move, Matty. So right, okay. Pedal Crush, right. Push, Turn, Move and Patch and Tweak. Yeah, so um, so that was cool. But yeah, gear this year, I'm obviously super excited to go to Nam to see what what happens. It's always a good time of year. Um, but I I want to get first of all, I want to get a new humbucker for my Nick Huber because I've never been a massive sound of the bridge pickup. It's a na- just a massive sound of the bridge pickup. It's 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 I'm a massive like fan of it because it's just too mid heavy. It sounds like a cocked wah basically. Oh, that it's, that sounds perfect. Why Maybe wouldn't you, you want Joe that? Branton. Um, so I want something a little bit warmer um, because I don't like the sound of it. Um, obviously, the guitar plays amazing, but I just don't like the sound of the bridge pickup. So I want to change the bridge pickup in that. Um, and I've also got uh, Rich at Older and Ash building me a funky covered um, pedal board as well. Um, I wanted to kind of build a pedal board at home that had a couple, that had some spaces for some pedals that I can't normally fit on a pedal board um so it's actually such a ridiculous idea you get bunk beds the man who's got sort of four pedal boards and they're all two tiers and you need another board built for the pedals that you can't normally fit yeah so i thought well i might as well just go for it and just have like one built to the exact layout that i want which is what i'm having done um but yeah do you know what right now i mean obviously i'm still desperate to like demo a mariposa for a couple of weeks and really play it against the um the valentine um because i've been playing the nick kuba loads went back to the valentine and i was like oh man it is such a great guitar like could the, could the mariposa you know really i just really want to know because they're going to feel really similar it's just do i want to go from humbucker single to two humbuckers basically um but apart from that i'm i'm sort of unsure i mean mm. i love the amp i've got i don't really want any more cabs i haven't really got any space for any more amps or pedals for that matter really um they've started to i've started to put stuff in my wardrobe which is also (laughs) full um and we want to convert our loft space which is currently my what into a pedal board yeah into a a studio obviously um so yeah i'm sort of running out of space i can't buy too much so anything i need to buy i need to get rid of something else really i see see. um but i don't know depends what comes out now more sense i'll just go into modular synths they're easy they just they're modular it's like i mean if you're if you're already building if you're already like converting the loft you might as well just like make plans for a massive modular synth just make the walls a modular synth the house a modular synth. yeah the whole thing um, yeah, I'm into that. Make your cat a modular synth. <laughs> <laughs> the cat is the oscillator. <laughs> the um, if I'm sure um, a few people that listen to this podcast already follow him on YouTube, but look, Mum, no computer, fantastic, is, is the most mad man on the planet when it comes to modular. Uh, do you see his one today was Sega Mega Drive modular synth, 
Um, and he's basically built a, a Sega Mega Drive into a massive modular synth. Nice. Did a 100 oscillator Game Boy modular synth. <laughs> Those are both um, computers. So, yeah. Oh, he does do some old music on original Macs, which also is quite funny. Wow, okay. that's, that's pretty um, But yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to wait to see what, what happens at NAMM, I think. Before I make any firm hmm. decisions about what yes, I well, that is the, so. That so is what the you're going to, you're going to, Matt, what you're saying there is you're going to hold off a week before you make any major purchases. You're going to hold off absolutely. You're going to hold off a week, <laughs> but until you actually get the things, probably about <laughs> six to eight months, something like that. Yeah, that is uh, that exactly. is the thing, isn't it? Nam is just around the corner now. I, uh, um, before before we move on for Christmas, I uh, I got sent an Ashdown CTM30 little stubby. Um, oh, Emma knows you so well. <laughs> no, yeah, it was it was it was from Ashdown. I had a load Emma. of stubbies over Christmas as well. <laughs> <laughs> hey. But but have you checked out the CTM thirty? So you know Ashdown years ago they started doing the uh, they started doing the um, like the the little bastard the uh, their little thirty watt all valve head. Do you remember that? Do you remember the little bastard? Sure. Yeah. yeah, and they did like a couple of others like that. So they've they've got things like in the CTM series. I think they have two models in. They have the LB30 and the CTM30 currently in that model. So that is all valve, but 30 watt. So sort of low output recording um, uh, sort you of bass amp heads. You so I'm not sure you can with either of the other twos, the the LBM or the or the CTM, but the little just stubby, turn, just get the guitar player to turn down. Well, the little stubby is actually super loud. How uh, how loud is that? Well, it's still thirty watts, but but it definitely I definitely feel like it's louder. So it's it's got a, a completely sort of a rework. So it's still an all an all valve. Uh, head, you know, sort of pre and power amp with yes, okay. So, um, so what we took, so the out, so we're looking at like a uh, an ECC 81, 82, and 83 preamp valve, and then oh god, I can't find the, the power amp valves on here. Um, but it doesn't um, matter, it, it doesn't matter. It's, is it it's, loud? It's, That's the question. It is loud enough, yeah. And then they've added things like they've added this feedback control on onto there, which very much, funnily enough, is like it, it's the voicing from sort of vintage to modern, very much like uh, the the that Mark Bass VLE. Uh, the yeah, is it the VLE? VLE. The, yeah, exactly. That, that sort of loud thing, loudspeaker emulator. Yeah, that sort of thing, which is a which is a great idea. But I really like those. But yeah. do you know the best thing? Do you know the best thing about about this is it's uh, it's a pastel blue. Oh, that is nice. Yeah, which is actually super cool. So I don't I don't know why mine's pastel blue. I assume it's a limited edition color. They that made it made. just for you. Just no, for they me but they they blue. made a mistake and they were like, oh, who won't complain about this? <laughs> oh yeah, better send it to better send it to me. But yeah, it's it, and because it's got a DI out, obviously, it's perfectly suitable for uh, live use as well. But oh, I've I've had an absolute ton of fun on it. Um, it's it's a cracking sort of great to have that sort of like really sort of vintage valve bass amp sound at a low level because it's the sort of thing that you know certainly with bass amps you only ever really achieve at these uh, you know in in a in, at a gig or in a recording studio so it's really nice to have something like that for for home use but absolutely cracking product I I uh, I think it's it's very cool indeed now. Um, we should talk about Gear of the Year 2019. Okay. Um, so I, I just want to know, what, what do we all think? Are we all happy with the results? We've yeah. had weeks of I can't reflection. Even remember. We've had weeks. What, what, what happened? What's Gear <laughs> of the Year? 
It, what, yeah, what one? Well, the um, the uh, the Empress Zoya won overall, and then Did uh, it? yeah, and, and then uh, <laughs> yeah, and the Mariposa came second, <laughs> and uh, and the headphones, and uh, Joe's MacBook came third. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, it was the we we selected the 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 Waza headphones. I believe, I'm totally one. happy with it because it's the only thing that I'm likely to buy probably in the next six with months. The headphones, yeah. really, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and in fact, sitting there yesterday on the sofa with a cable to the amp I was like what do you think do you think they'll stand the test of time as it were like as with all our gear of the year things it's it's one of those things it depends on like what else comes out I'm sure you know there's been plenty of things that are aimed at home guitar players did that happen with the bass 6 no but the thing with the bass 6 is that basically everyone who wanted one bought one well that's what I'm asking with the, with the headphones, Every, the, the, everyone who bought one, who wanted one, bought one, and then that was kind of that was kind of it. Not you everyone know. needs a base six, whereas everyone needs to practice. Well, so these, I don't need to practice. I'm you, I completed Jay's guitar. Let me know, Jay. Uh, you absolutely. I do. completed guitar. I completed it. Well, you can complete it again and with uh, three <laughs> on three hard mode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah uh, new game plus. Um, so. Yeah, so I, the headphones. I'm I think, happy so with. The, it. I'm totally the, happy the problem, with that. The problem with the headphones um, is that we all completely agreed on them. So, so it was almost the most uneventful gear of the year ever. But do you know? Also, the Facebook group did as well. Yeah, we didn't oh, get oh, yeah, anyone exactly. who came back but and went, "No, don't agree with that. You've made the wrong choice." Can't exactly. believe. Exactly. Can't believe. Yeah, you've literally, headphones. everyone was yeah. like, "Yeah, which love it, them." Which is kind of why I don't really want to talk about them because we all agree that it, it definitely was the the best thing of last I'll year. But what about the all time, mate? I actually thought, mate, you did a fantastic job as someone who had to really sort of step back from pushing this product that was so obviously the best thing that came even out. my dad wants a pair. Yeah. He doesn't <laughs> even, even play, play guitar. guitar. <laughs> Just wants some nice Bluetooth headphones. Um, and in terms of the other two, what was it? Zoya and then the Time no, Master. No, it was the Time Master and the... And uh, the Zoya. Yeah, yeah, it, was, yeah. Well, it was the Zoya. Yeah, so I, we, I, we actually, I, the Mariposa didn't quite make it. But, but you yeah, know, because, you've still got to because consider- you've... Like, Right at the end of the day, admitted, yeah, I don't like it that much. No, I liked it more than the than the flipping Fender amp, but but I was getting outvoted, and I needed to double down on the Zoya. So uh, I am. Um, it's all about I'll... the deals. That's the thing is, all this gear is great, and it's so hard to pick between anything. Exactly. But at the end of the day, it just comes down to who's better at politicking. Uh, it turns yeah, out maybe. Joe Branton. Well, what were you now? I, lo- I thought the Zoya was incredibly well deserved. As yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, I mean. Again, I would be happy with that. I would have been happy if it was the Mariposa. I would have been happy if it was the Soundbrenner or whatever <laughs> the other, whatever else was in the list this mm, year. Mm. Um, it's all good gear, isn't it? It's yeah. all just really good it, stuff. It was a really good year. It was a really good year. Go I'll on, tell you man. what was uh, interesting was about a week after the podcast came out, uh, Stefan, who does uh, the Pedal Zone, demoed the Zoya. And if you haven't what, gone and watched that yet, go and watch it now because you just listen to that going... That is the best thing ever. It's his demo is unreal. Yeah, there there are some. The thing about the Zoya is because it's such a. It, it depends on the sort of player who's using it. Like you could get a a shred guitarist showing you how to use one thing, a modular synth player showing you how to you know use it in another way. It, it really depends on the person doing the demo. You can watch. You know, it, it's almost never going to get old. The people making the videos. You know, it's not like a. You know, a drive pedal. When you've heard that demo video once, that's done. This yeah. this this can be redone over and over mm-hmm. and over again. Um, but the, funnily enough, you know, I was messaging all the all the brands to pass on their, uh, you you know, to give them their awards essentially, and, and emailing them, letting them know how they're done. And uh, I got hold of the the feathers at Empress, and they were like, oh. 
We're really surprised about that. Guitar players don't normally like the Zoya. We sort of found that uh, modular synth players like it more. Well, and I think that's <laughs> we talked about that, didn't we? In that it's it's not the sort of thing that a regular guitar player, i.e., me, yeah, would be able to get on with. It needs to be someone who's a complete, complete, well, guitar nerd, I guess. Really, yeah. you know, maybe I'm playing it down, but. It's it's so bonkers, and there's so there's such a steep learning curve with it that Absolutely. you really need to well, spend the know, time with it to make it to get out of it what you want to. Yeah. What I think what's interesting though is for me is I would have, or I probably would if I, if I had one sit down and, and program quite a lot of it. But then you watch something like Stefan's demo, and he's like, "Oh, just I'll put all the patches on there, demos on there like cloud space, and you can just download them." I'm like, job done, really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, I think. If enough people get into the platform and start building patches, I think there's probably going to be almost enough for you to just download a bunch of sounds and never really edit yeah. it. Yeah, uh, and I, and I which think is kind of taking away a lot of the fun of it. But for me. in some ways, I think not. Yeah, but you know, it's, I think there's just there's just going to be a bunch of because I think you can't. Well, you probably can dial in a bad sound, but I think most people are going to know it well enough that they're going to really sit down and dial it in. So half the sounds are going to be, you know, absolutely amazing. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I mean, we've, we mentioned this on, on I think, the, uh, the Gear of the Year series, but I think we are more likely to get, you know, a solid... Uh, a solid batch of fantastic sounds just because the learning curve is so steep on the Zoya. Yeah. You're much less, it's it's just, it's not especially user-friendly. And for that reason, you, we're not likely to get anyone other than complete, as you say, sort of guitar nerds yeah. or gear nerds actually making the patches, which means that which people means like me Luddite, can sit back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, <laughs> which absolutely means Luddites like us can, uh, can just go, yeah, okay, cool. I'll just download a couple of bits. We oh, yeah, sounds great. Reap the benefits. I'll play both those chords <laughs> I know. And just, <laughs> fantastic. For ambient yeah. music, that's all you need. Well, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, a completely fantastic piece of gear. Now, I do want to talk about because because Nam is round the corner. In fact, Jay Cross, you're you are flying off uh, to the to to the Americas tomorrow. I do. Yeah, I leave tomorrow. Um, I've got uh, a few days beforehand, and I uh, am absolutely not ready to leave no? whatsoever. No, and no, I would appreciate not. you people leaving my house so <laughs> yeah. I can uh, get yeah, ready. If the podcast like twenty minutes short today. That's the yeah. reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've basically kicked everyone out. Um, no, no. I um, yeah. So I'm I'm leaving. I'll be in LA for a couple of days beforehand, and then I've actually. Uh, got the weekend off before and me and a couple of my mates are going down to San Diego and uh, fingers crossed avoiding Ryan and Steve for the, <laughs> for the whole weekend. I mean, I, I hope that they don't listen and, and mm. don't know that I'm there because yeah. I won't be, I could keep my location services off, won't put any photos up. This want is to a make test sure. to see if they listen to the podcast. No, no, not at all, not at all. <laughs> no, uh, but yeah, basically, my my only plan. So I've got I've got two plans while I'm in San Diego. One is to go to the like a couple of guitar stores, right? And I found Guitar Center. I know where that is. So that's, right. a, that's the first start. The other is um, I found somewhere where we, we can go whale watching. So oh, yeah. I want to do that. Grey whale migration season at the moment. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it sounds oh, awesome. Right. It sounds it's definitely it sounds like a pre-NAM trip because you're going to a guitar store. It's yeah, like yeah, after yeah. NAM, the last thing you want to do is go to a guitar store. Mate, what are you talking about? <laughs> I always want to go to guitar stores. Just because you're, you're boring. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking my trip afterwards and we're going to the desert. So... Uh... <laughs> 
so far away from it. Just smoke some cactuses. Bury himself and never look at guitars ever again. (laughs) Yeah. Because uh, because Nam is round the corner, I do want to talk about what people are, are hoping from from Nam this uh, this year, and we we do have an awful lot of uh, news to get through as well. Well, uh, I mean, to be honest, I think us talking about what we're hoping from Nam is a bit of a misnomer because there's a ton of stuff already released. Yeah, that's actually that looks true. Really cool. And, so. and do you know what the other problem about us? The reason I put that in there is because we're going to do some questions at some point in the podcast, and and we've got maybe four or five people asking for our Nam predictions. The problem with us doing Nam predictions is a we know a lot of the stuff that's coming out already and can't talk about it, and b if we do take a guess at something and it ends up being right, we're in trouble. Th- we're in trouble. So, yeah. <laughs> so I always prefer the surprise exactly don't even think about it don't spoil it i don't read happens. i don't read any of the emails so i, no, I don't of know of course anything. you don't yeah, i mean absolutely. i think there's probably going to be some new guitars oh some yeah. new pedals oh and maybe yeah. my guess amp. is fender are going to rename an existing series this year You're and, and uh, <laughs> they've done all of them they, you've done all of them haven't you really who are you talking to no okay yeah <laughs> anyway, we're going to <laughs> Joe just talking into the ether. Yeah, no, I was, I was summoning the spirit the of Leo Fender. Anyway, let's dive headfirst into a big old barrel of news. So first up, Matthew Knight. I would love to talk about Milkman's news. new introduction. No, Ooh. I've done the j- the jingles happened. Jay, Jay's went old yes. school. Jay, the the introduction has gone old school. I did do it. There is a new News. intro for 2020. Do you know what? There's a new jingle for the start of the episode, but not for the start of this episode. What a jingle for the start of the episode? Yeah, as in like the intro music, but this episode has the old intro music from 2019. Right? Is because that a thing you're doing every year now? You change the music. I'm, I will change the music, but um, I've commissioned. The music to be made, but it hasn't been finished yet. So, uh, who have you commissioned what, to yeah, do? What, what I'm, budget, I'm, budget is this? A coming number out of? of people, a couple of people, the budget, Mark Peckham, okay. uh, a couple of people. I had to commission a drummer and I had to commission a guitarist. What? And they're recording their separate parts. Did you record? On did my you commission? Did you commission? Tim and Chris no, from I your band, no. and have you also commissioned yourself? <laughs> so, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah you've got budget about fifteen hundred quid. No, I was thinking that we needed a more punk poppy style intro, so I've commissioned some uh, some appropriate musicians. Mark for that Hoppus, sort of thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Travis Barker. Why didn't you just Why didn't you just find some more free music on the I internet? I couldn't find anything that I liked, so I just commissioned Wee-doo, friends. So fortunately, I did offer to pay them, but they pointed out the amount of deals on things that. I've got them in the past, and so both agreed to to do them, you know, for for free. But it's not ready yet, so it won't uh, be for a couple of friends. episodes yet. Yeah, it's definitely drugs. It's not. Oh <laughs> god, damn it. Anyway, moving headfirst into news, uh, Matt Knight. I would love to talk about Milkman's new product. Okay, let's go for it then. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> okay then. Uh, I was waiting for you to finish your boring speech. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah so milkman have announced the amp there we go it's the end they've they've (laughs) named the the best name of uh, gear of the year 2020 milkman's the amp um so the amp 100 is a reimagined take on their the amp uh, which is the other one that they make which is a 50 watt uh, class d pedal board sized amplifier this is basically a class d um hybrid 100 watt amplifier with slightly redesigned features so i thought rather... it was i thought it ran at 200 watts 
Um, I'm pretty sure it runs at 200 watts into four ohms. Uh, yeah, but who's, who's going to run? So the amp that it delivers 100 watts into eight ohms or 200 watts into four ohms. Yeah, I'm going to plug it. Watts could plug it into my amp. over ten. <laughs> yeah, so when <laughs> you find your point. when you find your four by twelve um, that runs on four ohms, <laughs> then by all point. means, um, blow up that cab because the speakers will be 25 watts a piece. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's a hundred watt um, class D, basically hybrid amp that runs. Um, a internal boost, an external boost, and a reverb control. Um, so the last one had tremolo and reverb. This one's got um, boost and reverb. The internal boost starts at unity gain, so you can use it as like an always-on, like make good sweetener. Yeah, yeah. They 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 say like an uh, a sort of EQ sweetener. We say make gooder because it's obviously better. Um, but the boost sits between the what they say the that basically sits between the triad to the preamp, so you get better interaction um, between the instrument input and then the first tube stage. Um, so you get still get a bunch of headroom. You can still use it really well with pedals. It works nicely with the reverb, um, and then it gives you the dual reverb control. So you've got reverb well, that's mount. new as well. They've expanded the reverb controls. No, the reverb. Yeah, so the reverb controls on the first one are you've got depth and rate for tremolo and then just a reverb control this one is reverb and decay yeah um so the reason i i like that it's the same as my um pr12 uh, my morgan amp is it's got the same thing so you can have a really decayed reverb but you can have it quite low in the mix um which i really like i think that's a really nice thing to be able to do so you can have it quite splashy but it doesn't overtake your entire sound um i think volume wise i mean realistically you're not going to hear i don't think a huge amount between 50 and 100 i think it's what 10 percent more maximum volume uh when you're when you're cranking it so but it's not about that no i think it's just it's more about the features and obviously 100 watts is going to give you a little bit more headroom well that's what it's um, about but yeah i think these are really cool i mean we tried them briefly at nam we tried the previous the 50 yeah we tried um, the 50 at nam didn't we and then this is um, yeah this is a slightly different looking they've gone for it's a, I think it's, it's the same chassis, but it's yeah, it's black with the um, different end cheeks. Yeah, with it with the same sort of wooden end cheeks that they had before, and sort of the large, sort of simple kind of Fender esque um, uh, control knobs. Yeah, um, I actually, I must admit, I I personally prefer the look of the other one, which is the white finished one with the lighter end cheeks. Uh -huh. um, but I think the hundred watt, I I don't know, it's it's a weird one because I like. The idea of the other one has obviously got the reverb and trem, which I think is really cool because you've got the amp, you've got the two effects that you're going to use. This one, I'm guessing, is geared a little bit more towards people who maybe want to do a bit more gain with the boost on there as well. Um, but definitely a very classy, very boutique addition to a rig if you're going for a pedal board that's kind of got everything on it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I think this is a super cool product. I mean, the Milkman The Amp series has been you know, has been really popular. They say themselves in their press release for this product, they didn't expect the amp to have the the impact that it did on the industry. And that's the only reason that they've continued to expand this line is because it has it has proved to be so popular. And I think what a fantastic, you know, the demo, it sounds fantastic. What a wonderful company to have a relatively affordable amp and what a perfect time to be releasing amplifiers that are that are pedal board friendly i think a super yeah. cool product and um I, I mean just looking at the pictures from the press release there's not a lot there is um 
there is a little video, but I'm just I'm I think it's got similar output settings, so speaker output, balanced output, and then you've got an input and a pedal out as well. Yeah. Um but yeah, I'm guessing price wise no price mentioned at the moment, but the other one's six nine nine. So I yeah. it's probably gonna come in similar if not a maybe 100 to 200 more yeah i imagine that sort of 799 899 but it will still be a fantastic product even at that even at that price point yeah i think definitely if you're after something that you know you're not going to take an amp as it were everything's going to be on the pedal board or you're traveling quite a lot or you know maybe just a cool addition for the studio i think this is quite a cool very different um approach to getting a, a killer guitar sound yeah, very cool indeed. Mark Packham. Hello there. Your favourite guitar brand have released no less than three new guitars ahead of NAM this year. Indeed. So, uh, brand new models, well, kind of brand new models from Reverend Guitars. Um, everyone knows that I like the Reverend lineup. I think they are consistently releasing cool guitars uh, and with loads of variety. You know, usually loads of variety in colour, different pickup options, different body shapes, loads and loads of stuff going on. So... Three new, well, t- two and a half new guitars, let's put it that way. Um, first one being the Roundhouse, uh, which is a single cut, uh, glued neck, um, carved top. I'm trying to put this in a... This to- is the weirdest thing that Reverend have ever put out. It's the only thing that hasn't ever looked like a Reverend that they've made. Well, kind of. I mean, they've done a few bits in the past that have had more traditional shapes, shall we say. Uh, and this... Definitely has a more but traditional shape. this doesn't shape. look like a reverend. No, no. It looks like... I mean, carved top. Yeah, Have looks... reverend ever done a carved top? Uh, yes. I want to say Pretty yes. Pretty high-pitched. Uh, yeah, it was <laughs> high-pitched. Um, have they ever done carved tops before? They've done... Have they ever done that sort of... What do you call that velvety finish? What do you mean? The velvety finish. Oh, like uh, the flame maple. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, flame maple. Um, basically, what we're saying is they've done a guitar in the style of one of the two most famous guitar shapes, um, and it's two humbucky guitar. It's uh, tunematic and stop tail bridge. Uh, it's all the things you would expect from that type of guitar. Mark, you can say you can say this. No, I'm not going to say it. I don't. I'm not going to say it. I don't want to say it. Three colours: violin, brown, turquoise, and black. Um, they have got maple top, flame maple top. Um, they are mahogany body right i assume i mean that'd be crazy to uh, not make these mahogany body say lightweight and balanced with a heavy tone oh i bet it's a vankel or something like that no i think it would be karina body oh there you body. go so yeah, I mean, yeah yeah basically much of a muchness on there um and they look cool block inlays as well i think if you were looking for that kind of guitar and you wanted a korean built guitar for the kind of pricing that reverend normally does i'd imagine and what what's this one called the roundhouse the roundhouse right um so let's stop talking about this one because no one's can, gonna buy it but the can, other sorry, ones sorry let's talk I, about no those. no i need to i need to step in karina is not mahogany oh no but it sounds it's like similar mahogany. yeah similar that's what i said much for muchness similar voicing Okay. Yeah. Why? What were you going to say about the difference? Well, it's just it's just not mahogany. They're I very in, in terms no, of no, yeah, stuff, no, it's not. It's not. It, you know, if I've got a friend called Karina, she's, she's not mahogany. not mahogany. Okay. Just wanted to. Yeah. Okay. But they do sound very similar. So you know, if you're going, I to always build, thought they were a bit brighter. If you, yeah, Karina, no, she's quite nasal. Karina, really? bo- oh, <laughs> one of one of my one of my lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, harsh tone. I I always thought Karina body guitars were a bit brighter. I always thought they were a bit more like. Like Aldery, no, no, definitely not. They no? they sound similar so, to Mark. So if oh, you'd okay. have been listening, I thought that. 
on a recent podcast and Mark corrected me. Yeah. Oh, but I don't trust either of you. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Second so. new guitar in the lineup, The Contender. Um, and then this is actually The Contender family and then three guitars within that lineup. You, oh, okay. So yeah. Um, there are, yeah, three guitars under the Contender brand uh, or under the Contender umbrella. So if you The Contender is a similar shape? No. Offset? No. Oh, wait. Isn't it? Sort of, sort of. It's kind of, yes, it's an offset single cut. Right, um, so it's an offset single cut, but it's top. a flat top. Yeah, flat top. Oh, so when I said shape... Well, I would say that these are quite different. They're, they're much more... Uh, let me describe the three models, and I'll tell you why they're different. So Contender RB, uh, which has got kind of Gretschy-style pickups, I guess. Um, re- yes, Reverend's all-new Retro Blast pickups, mini humbuckers with percussive yet smooth tone. Um, and they've got a big speed, so they're very much going for the kind Ooh. of rockabilly vibe, I would suggest. Um, then you've got the Contender 290, which, as with all their 290 models, is two P90s. And then you've got the Contender HB, which is two humbuckers. Um, what I would suggest is that they've gone for some... With the kind of colours and stuff they've chosen, they've gone for some very definite... Uh, Things. So, for example, the RB, which is the Bigsby with the kind of Gretschy style pickups, is in kind of Gretsch orange. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Almost Cadillac green like a country gentleman and then like a gold top. Um, and then with the two Contender 290, which I guess is the kind of most stripped back model, almost looks Les Paul special-esque. Right. They've gone like natural black and then cherry, like some classic kind of Gibson oh, colours. Yeah, I'm too, yeah that's, And then that's for the I'm Contender into. HB, I actually think they're going after more of a kind of like ESP market because they've gone for like a black sparkle purple and a sparkle kind of like light green the purple actually looks fantastic but looks amazing and i would say if you were looking for them kind of a modern two humbucker guitar that's flat top um they look incredible really good um and again you know reverend build quality we've talked about it loads uh, the build quality the finish the setup always fantastic and they're not mega money you know i'd imagine that these are going to be coming in under a grand in pounds. Yeah, I, I imagine so. Um, I, I actually quite like the slightly jolting sort of look of having a single cut against a, a six-in-a-row headstock. It's, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. It, it works. It, it works. Everything about the Reverend design, there's not a single one of their guitars that I don't like the look of. Right. Um, I think, yeah, they just, they just they nail the design every time. I think it's... Um, and the Contender in particular, I think, in particular the Contender 290, 
looks great. Uh, yeah. Big fan. The so the last guitar. The reason I was saying two and a half new, new guitars um, is that they have revamped the Warhawk. The Warhawk's which, a reimagining, isn't yeah. it? Is it? Isn't it? What was it? Slightly more slender, a slightly exactly that. They've, shaping. They've changed the the shape slightly. So um, describe the shape for the listener. So um, it's that classic Reverend shape with the uh, extended top horn and the kind of stubby lower horn. This reminds um, me of a Rickenbacker. Like it looks like a modern Rickenbacker well, shape. I, yeah, in terms of body shape but yes i guess it's got that um what's that solid body rickenbacker that you really like 620 620 it's kind of got that six, body, 620 620 yeah it's got that body shape but it also has the kind of um two uh layer to it like the the uh center part of the guitar is raised much like a firebird so there's a few kind of classic touches here and there again three models under the warhawk umbrella the warhawk da uh which is p90 humbucker uh the warhawk daw uh which is the same pickup configuration but with a trim uh, and then the warhawk 390 which is the three p90 version right uh which comes in a lovely sort of sonic blue i don't actually know what they're calling it but um yeah kind of sonic blue color which looks fantastic yeah they uh they look absolutely fantastic i assume they're all going to be at um at ibanez uh, 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 definitely won't be at ibanez sorry <laughs> that was incredibly unsubtle i was at the time <laughs> head motioning to, to jay about what i was going to talk about next and then yeah. i accidentally said it out loud no i imagine of... these will be on the reverb oh, booth great. joe that's yeah. sort of how it works <laughs> yeah okay the um, reverb booth. The reverb no, booth. no not the reverb booth <laughs> oh, the reverend booth wow wow here we are first episode of 2020 I tell you what I'm, bit, ga- I'm glad I've, rusty. Got, I'm glad I've got a couple of weeks off after yeah, this yeah, no, I'm this so is, tired yeah. I watched Ooh. 11 hours of wrestling yesterday do you know what we uh, we, I, we turned up at Jay's uh, earlier and, uh, and and Mark didn't speak to me for the entire time until uh, until Jay came home because Mark was sat on his computer working yeah that's how it works Yeah, it, some of us have real work to oh, do oh for goodness sake uh, doing new graphics <laughs> they are they are fine new graphics i'll have you know i went through a long storyboarding process for those anyway we don't have it enough time to talk about this, this. Uh, jay cross i would love to talk about something that mark packham tried to scrap from uh, from this week's episode i'd love to talk about the new ibanezes so ibanez I, ibanez have uh announced a bunch of new guitars for nam um, and as with all Ibanez guitars, uh, they all have very long names and will be very <laughs> difficult for me to say and for you also to search once I finish saying. But crucially, so, they've, they've, they've upscaled their two most popular sort of new lines, the AZ and the RG. Yeah. Okay. So let's go through where we are. So we've got the AZ Premium. Uh, so there's five new models in the AZ Premium range. Uh, there is the AZ2. I can't believe they've gone with a two after a Z because it's like, it's already difficult to, but, but anyway, they've got the AZ two, two, six PB and the two, four, two PB. So 22 and 24 for it, um, with poplar bell tops and in very funky looking finishes. So cerulean they, blue burst, which is their sort of their popular bell finishes, yeah. which they're adding a sort of blue to white burst in, which they've been doing for some time on a lot of their models, but it has become kind of the synonymous Ibanez finish. Yeah. And, um, that along with the roasted neck, I think yeah. they, they look very, um, what's the word? Ibanez. Very Ibanez, I think, is, <laughs> uh, is the way to describe it. But I do it, think yeah. this is a new Ibanez look that is almost kind of slid in under the radar without us really uh, sort of stating well, that Ibanez I, have taken ownership of that blue burst, that popular yeah. bell, and now these these Hyperion pickups, this yeah. time in yeah, yeah, chrome. Yeah, yeah. So they're going for like chrome Hyperion pickups, which are like 
that's a very modern pickup with a kind of vintage look. And at first, at first look at the the new AZs, it's kind of jolting having those those chrome pickups on such a modern guitar. I think it's a it's a it's a bit weird. It's yeah. a bit of a weird look. And well, so actually, moving on to the next uh, range is the the new Prestige, um, and that's the um, AZ two two zero two A. And this is by far my my favourite of the of the new models. So this is uh, an HH um, HH with two Hyperions. Yeah. So H in this case HH stands for Hyperion Hyperion, <laughs> uh, and th- th- this is like quite a nice subtle three color sunburst um, and a roasted maple neck. I I just think it, I think it looks really cool. I this think it looks a like con- a great modern kind of shred. Uh, Shreds, maybe not the right word, but no, like, but like a modern player's guitar. Yeah, Certainly yeah, yeah. This yeah. is a continuation of where the sort of Charvel DK24 was sort it, of dominating. It's and- that sort of thing. Yeah, this is 22 for it. Um, but yeah, I, I think this looks great. I think it looks really, really nice. Just a real, you know, we've talked about it for a while about how, in our kind of limited knowledge of the metal market, metal players seem to be moving away from active, uh, active humbuckers and, and you know, black, black, black guitars. And uh, and this this looks to me what I would think of as, as kind of like a modern metal player's guitar. Yeah, uh, two grand roughly. Yeah. So you know, not cheap, but also by no means the most expensive guitars that Ibanez have have ever put out. Not at all. And this the AZ range are proving to be an absolute like they are absolutely straddling that sort of uh, that sort of modern traditional. They're not going for a ridiculous modern yeah. guitar with a ludicrous shape and, and and crazy bridges that no one wants, but they're also not going down that traditional line that's not going to alienate all those people that maybe don't want something that looks like their dad's guitar yeah like, totally a- but but then for people that do want something like that there is the uh the <laughs> az2204b yeah um which looks a lot like a guitar that i don't know david gilmore might have played at some point i, I don't know I'm sure <laughs> oh, come on I'm, I'm sure it's coincidence um gilmore yeah yeah um, so this is, uh, the, the press release here says it's now available in black, hence the B. Um, which, okay, fair enough. Not sure why the, uh, the sunburst one is, uh, an A, but you know, I suppose we are where we are. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so very similar. This is HSS. Uh, so, uh, just the, uh, single Hyperion and then two, uh, oh, well, Seymour Duncan, um, single coils and then the Hyperion in there. Uh, and this has Iben- Ibanez's Dynamix 9 switching system, offering nine, spelled as in German no. <laughs> That's weird. I just bought that. That's so <laughs> different- weird. It offers no switching <laughs> no, options. No different pickup <laughs> configurations. It's just uh, all of them. <laughs> uh, oh, there's so- a lot of NAM articles to, to get out there at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are just like you can, you can appre- you can let a couple of a uh, couple of typos go. Um, okay, and then moving on to uh, some of the the slightly more cheaper guitars, uh, we've got the limited run RG6 PPB FX Premium, uh, which comes in matte night burst. That's oh, right, yeah, wow. tropical oh, sea yeah. floor Tropi- with matching pickups, matching tropical sea floor covered pickups, uh, which are actually uh, better. Uh, Bare knuckle yep. aftermaths, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, it doesn't say bare knuckle aftermaths, but they're bare knuckle aftermaths, um, and they're coil splitable. Uh, coil, well, it says coil tap. I assume it's coil split. Uh, 
And uh, yeah, I mean, this guitar I think looks really bad, but Matt is really into it. I mean, yeah, it's it's an absolutely crazy looking guitar. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But again, it's it's Ibanez again. It's 2020, and again for the 1600 pound mark, they are releasing an instrument that that most sort of boutique guitar brands can't can't put yeah. out for under three I grand. Think, um, oh, totally, totally. I'm I'm not doubting how. I'm not doubting the playability and absolutely there's people out there that want guitars that look like this. I'm just certainly not one of them. Oh that's, no, that's absolutely I mean. yeah. not. I, you know, I, I, I think it's, it, it's, it's like, you know, it, it's like, it's like turning up for a date naked. You know, you don't, you, sometimes you just need to be subtle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, gold frets on this one, as well as gold hardware. Um, so, uh, so that's that. Um, Matt, did you have anything you wanted to add about that? I bloody love it. Can but I? don't actually when I said I liked it, I didn't even wasn't even looking at the press release. Out of all of these, the the two twenty oh two A. Yeah, think, yeah, yeah. The Sunburst um, one. Yeah, yeah. I think that looks cool. I think that looks really killer. This, really good. I am not into. It's like all the um sort of boutique things like Joe was saying, like mayonnaise and stuff like that. It's just I you can get some funky tops, but maybe sometimes you don't need too that. funky yeah too too funky. Funky. you can go too fun it's like when joe branton used to wear a tie-dye shirt oh, yeah, it's just to too much yeah or when oh. or when or when joe branton watched uh peaky blinders and then spent three weeks dressing like killian murphy you know the i, I recently <laughs> i recently purchased the fifth series and and sat down in my cap it's with my- whiskey <laughs> uh <laughs> And watch the <laughs> entire series back to but no, they don't. They drink whiskey. He makes gin, okay. but he drinks Irish whiskey. Right, I was actually okay. thinking about taking up smoking again, just because he looks so cool. Uh, you you don't Killian look Murphy that cool. cool. He's yeah, like a very very handsome guy. Yeah, I know, I know. And I'm not saying you're not. No, I'm just saying fine. you're not uh, Killian Murphy handsome. Yeah, that's. I would. I, I actually just, just for the, so, sorry. I'm going to stop you there. Just so listeners understand what's going on here. Joe was just twiddling his mustache. I was thinking about thinking about was thinking about Killian Murphy. I was thinking, thinking about, about Arthur. Arthur. Yeah. Okay. I prefer Arthur. Okay, good. He's better. Okay, he's the wild card. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you certainly are the Arthur of the group. <laughs> anyway, moving on from Ibanez and moving on from Piggy Blinders. There, there's oh, there's so so many. There's also to get some through. RGs. Let's just so it's just yeah, yeah, yeah six okay. and seven strings. I, should I talk more about Ibanez while we're on Ibanez? Because there is more Ibanez. Oh my goodness, yes, there are. Because I was going to talk about ESP, but no, you talk about Ibanez. Yeah, yeah. Well, just a little bit of a change of pace. Um, there is more stuff from Ibanez. This is actually super. When you exciting. say change of pace, you mean I stop talking and you start talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd okay, talk good. faster and uh, more intense. Um, okay. So, three new-ish pedals from Ibanez. Uh-huh. Um, they have done... They've increased their mini pedal line, which they've been doing for a while, with things like the uh, analog uh, delay and, obviously, the mini uh, Ibanez Tube Screamer as well. Uh, the mini TS9? TS9? Yep. Was it TS8? Uh, no, it was, an, it, was a, it, was a, mini, it was a mini tier, Tube Screamer, yeah. and it looked like it a TS9, but it was an 808. No, it looked like no, the TS808. But it was a TS9. Okay, uh, one of those. Anyway, the mini tube screamer in that little pedal housing they've got, which is that kind of like stepped micro pedal. Um, two new pedals: the mini flanger, um, which what a uh, pedal. is described as a nod to the old '80s nine series FL9. Um, Control-wise, the main with the deal with these mini pedals is they've got one large control and then two kind of micro controls on there as well. Um, large control on this one is speed. They've got depth and regen. As well, so what is regen on a flanger? Uh, it's like your your feedback of the, uh, right. of the of the flanger. Is that how best to describe it, Matty? 
That is exactly yeah. the way to describe it. That's what I thought. Um, so, yeah, you've also got the uh, Mini Tremolo, which, again, is in the same housing, uh, the main control on this one being the depth, but you've also got Wave and Speed um, on there, and which, yeah, interestingly, isn't a... So the the um, flanger is based on the FL9. The Tremolo is not based on anything. It's a new design. Um, Ooh, really? Indeed. And, um- the one thing I like about that is they've put a volume boost or a level control as an internal trumpet. 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 Internal trumpet. It's got a trumpet in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Internal. You've got to unscrew the back to get to the trumpet. Right. Yeah. Um, because quite often with tremolos, obviously, there's a perceived volume drop because uh, your guitar volume is going in and out. So yeah. quite often people want to boost that. Um, so I think that's quite a nice little feature to add that in there as well. Yeah, yeah, totally. So that's inside the pedal. Um, but last and uh, but certainly, it's not. They've released four new pedals, but okay. But, but oh, you there can is call four pedals. One, okay, yeah. well, let's do the other boring one then, um, <gasps> which is the uh, which is John Frusciante's preferred war, the uh, WH10. Um, Brilliant! So Definitely th- going to buy one. This is the be- this is the most exciting thing, Mark. No, me and it Matt absolutely is not. There's something much more exciting than this. No, but, me so- and me and Matt are very excited about this. So the WH10 Ibanez are re-releasing the wire pedal that John Frusciante called his favourite wire pedal. Only now it's in a die-cast chassis, not a plastic chassis, and. It's now got a true bypass or buffered switch, so you know you got no don't, more of that don't nasty forget tone multiple suck. feedback op amp circuit. Oh, exactly. It's actually, the WH10 is a great wah pedal. You can use it for guitar or bass because it will voice for either. Okay, so can we talk about the good one now? Uh, right, so you know how much we love the Echo Shifter, right? I like dirt. I like dirt. You know the <laughs> ES. The ES2. That's a random song for you to, to listen <laughs> yeah, that's to. really random. I can't think of any others. Um, uh, so, ES2, Ibanez Echo Shifter. Good. The ES2 Echo Shifter, a pedal from Ibanez that we have loved in the past, which is... Give it away, you give it away, you give it away. The big <laughs> delay pedal that's got the slider on it for delay time. Um, it's been discontinued for a little while, um, uh, even though, you know, we lo- we've loved it and talked about it, but you haven't been able Has to get one. Has it been one. discontinued I believe it's while. discontinued, yeah, um, because the reason I think it was Why discontinued... Why would you ever do that? Well, uh, maybe it wasn't as popular as we... Uh, what are you talking about? Who has ever not loved that pedal? Well, they are quite... Big. That is I've the, got one. That is the. Uh, that has always been the downside. Is but... it on your board, Matty? No, it is quite big. <laughs> <laughs> so, with that in mind, Ibanez have obviously heard our um, declaration of Please. love for the ES2 and have released the ES3, um, which is a slight upgrade. So you've got um, analog and digital delays in there, um, and you've also got extended delay times, 40 milliseconds to 600 milliseconds for the analog, 40 milliseconds to 1500 milliseconds for digital. Wow. Um, plus, was it, only, it was only analog before, right? Uh, I yes. believe so, yeah. There was no switching. No, in I mean, okay. you wouldn't want the digital ones anyway, so this Maybe. is no advantage. No, you might. Why not? Maybe it's you know, variety yeah. is the spice of life, as they say. Plus, you can have a really uh, precise sounding delay, but that looks like this. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But yeah. also another key thing. Do you remember a little while ago when we had the? Oh, why have I forgotten his name? Uh, the Ben Affleck. No, the delay pedal where you held down the tap tempo button for oscillation to kick in. The Space Echo. Yeah, the RE20. No, not that. 
why I'm blanking on his name. The uh, the company that does the cool pedals with the green screen background. Oh, Jeff Bridges. No, stop saying things. Ranger. No. What? I've, it's, Describe it again. I was Shia Mattaverse. Mattaverse. There oh. we go. That had gone completely out of my brain. And Joe saying Jeff Bridges didn't help in any way. Lloyd uh, Bridges. Yeah, indeed. So um, it does a similar thing to that, where you hold down the tap tempo button and it sets the delay into oscillation. Yeah, so like the RE20. You can do that live in a cool way. Okay. This, okay well, that, cool. the oscillation on the ES2 is absolutely incredible. Yeah. And it's totally mad so the fact that you can access it a bit easier and it's a little bit more controllable i think it's a total win for this it looks a bit smaller as well but i'm yeah i'm pretty sure it's probably going to be the same I, I tried to find something about that to see if it is actually smaller than the es2 but i couldn't find anything it's a I mini think, pedal i think it's going to be in the same housing Don't, i can't tell you for certain it would be weird if it wasn't because it's a it's a pretty uh weird housing there's no other pedals that look like it I'm just i'm just trying to gauge it by the size of the knobs um, and it looks the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think it looks the same. Now, guys, we have um, we do have literally half of the news still to do. However, wait, hold up, hold on. Well, what's that noise? Yes, yes, you heard it correctly. That was in fact the question duck signalling that it's the t- <laughs> that it is. T- Sorry, for, sorry. Time stop, stop. For the question segment Joe, of the podcast, Joe. What's happening? Joe, stop. That was the stop. It was the question duck. What are you talking about? So it's time for the question section. Segment Why is there a duck? Of, well, because because ducks eat um eat eat um tangerines. Tangerines have segments, and this is the question segment. Okay. No. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. I made a jingle, a duck jingle, and everything. I thought, I thought that did was. Did you, did you take your, uh, did you take your uh, isotope spire down to the local park and just like do some field recordings? Maybe I was? did. Maybe shouldn't feed bread to ducks. No, I did orange segments because they eat oranges. So segment. This is the question segment. You know that that's what. Anyway, we were on to the question segment of the podcast. So Robin Smith um, has has asked. He said, "Amplus rigs. Is this the year when we admit that they sound like poop and go back to having amps?" No. So, do you know why this is an interesting question? Is because last year, we, you know, as GOTY was kind of proof, there weren't actually that many. You know, other than other than the um, Kemper floor, which we didn't even talk about on the on GOTY there wasn't really any any big noise going on in the sort of uh, Amplus rig I mean apart I mean, from the, the product that, that came number one yeah which is basically an Amplus rig what, what about the what Iridium the, Strymon yeah, Iridium Boss Waza headphones yeah but that doesn't count like because that's a that's a practice thing surely, surely this is Amplus rigs oh. this is a rig this is a yeah, the Iridium, I would say, caused a big splash. We just yeah. didn't really... And I still think the HX Stomp is gonna is like huge. Like, it's on so many pedal boards. That's so tiny, mate. Uh-huh. That's the whole point of it. Smaller <laughs> than a regular one. Yeah, Bigger so I before. think, you know... And a lot of these brands have, are quite... You, you, like the HX Stomp or the, you know, the Helix has been in the market for six years now. It's, what? I think it's six years. No. It's a long, long old time. Yeah, it's a really long time. It was... It was. It came out just before I left GAC, which was 2015. So five years. Mm, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> yeah, you know, and they, you know, will constantly update a product in terms of like its software. So you, you won't necessarily always see a new 
hardware product but they're always working on it and there's a huge community for that sort of product same for kemper um you know like kemper floor and stuff like that so i, I just i think actually people the technology is going to get better yeah and i think more people are going to move away if anything i think more people are going to move away from valves really whether they use amps like the tone master twin which you talked about or whether they move to like the iridium and a bunch of preamp pedals i think more people are just going to start moving away from valve amps Fair enough. Fair and I enough. think they're just going to become, they're just going to, you know, there's a lot of boutique brands that make excellent, you know, valve amps that are expensive. And I think, you know, yeah, you can still buy Hot Rod Deluxe or a DSL 40 or an AC30. But then also, if you can go out and buy a Katana or something similar, you know, there's, you know, you've got a huge range of options for much less money. Um, so I think, yeah, people are starting to go, do I need a valve amp? I think is probably the big thing. So whether, I don't think we're going to stop see it, people stop using yeah, amps. Yeah, but there's, there's surely there's a big difference between people moving to digital amplifiers and people moving, uh, to, you know, to ampless rigs. I don't think we should get those two things confused. Yes, but I do, <laughs> I do think that, um, I do think that we're just we're, we're going to see more amplest rigs, and I think we're also going to see a lot more people moving away from valve amps. That's my prediction alongside that. Okay, fair enough. Okay, so um, <coughs> so uh, so uh, Come on. what should we go for? What what? I, I'm trying to read the questions that that whilst Matt was talking, <laughs> you guys have been highlighting in different colours and changing the names of the people who have asked the questions. So, so childish. So well, uh, so so we'll, I made. Uh, I made all of the questions a link to the Wikipedia page for Duck. <laughs> so okay, just in case you duck. need, just in case you, <laughs> but if you click on it now, it gives you a picture of a duck. I can't read the question because the duck picture is in the way. Okay, this isn't great radio. I think we, anyway, okay. I, th- so I think we should do Ty Allen's question. I am doing Ty Allen's question. Good. Ty Allen said, uh, what would be your first proper guitar for under £1,000 at the moment? He picked up a Squire Strat and an Epiphone SL last year and he's looking to get something a little more serious this year. Uh, no, J-Quest. No, J-Quest. Uh, we already... It doesn't exist anymore. But you can still... We don't exist only in the, in the, in the first-hand market. Bartoli! I do. Bartolini pickups. Bartoli, Bartoli, What are you doing? Bar- He's doing the thing, isn't Bartoli. he? It's like the James Bond Bartoli. thing. Bartoli! Bartellini pickups. Um, that was fun. <laughs> but, uh, yes, uh, so is your answer Bartelli? Yeah, of course okay, it is. Fine. So um, after uh, this question was asked in the group, someone I think it was Jake Gray uh, said, "You haven't, you've never listened to this podcast before, have you?" <laughs> which was, which is quite funny. And Ty went on to say that uh, they have just started listening and they're catching up. Fine. Uh, and we had a little conversation about what is <laughs> the, the duck again? <laughs> what? Uh, what? Uh, guitar like we've all had and I did say that actually I'm the only one out of the four of us who's never owned yeah. a Baja Telly yeah. uh, despite constantly eulogising about it the, um, uh, but I do I do still I honestly still think it's the, the best guitar you can buy for under a grand the Ventura 50s mod Telly uh, I, I just think I think it's great I think the uh, the the amount of um, versatility that you get from it, the uh, the uh, the classic look of it, I, 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 the modern I playability. I, think... I just think it's. I I know that people get bored of me talking about it, but I just. I mean, I think that the. I think Leo Fender got it right first time. Like the the fifties <laughs> Telecaster, 
is amazing and basically the Baja Telly has got all of the modern features mm. that I would want in a guitar. Uh, are They're all improvements over what, you know, so it's got the nine and a half inch radius, it's got the bigger frets, it's got four-way selector um, in it, it's got better pickups in it. You don't think things like the, the Chavel DK24 have... No, that's have what so, I was going to well, well, this is it. I'm saying, oh, we're at a point now where we're past the Baja Teddy. I appreciate that, that personally, Jake Ross not being, but uh-huh. as a as a the best guitar, as in we're not to, we, we, we're almost not talking personally here. We're talking yeah, as yeah, a, yeah. what's the best guitar you can buy for a grand? A, a Telecaster is certainly not the most, most versatile guitar in the world. And, and I'm not saying that versatility is number one, but yeah, are, we, yeah, yeah. are we past that point? It's the DK24 sort of replacing uh, that. No, I mean, I, I don't think so. I think the DK24 is a great guitar. I really do. I think I think it's fantastic. But um, is it going to be anybody's only guitar? Is it going to be the first guitar that you buy after, you know, sticking your toe in the water? I don't think it is. I think it's... I think that. I don't see why it's not. It's something I mean, that it's... you would add. I think it's another guitar that you would have as a. Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, it's got single coils. It's yeah. got a humbucker. It does. It's got a trim. If if you wanted that, a trim. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's. That would be. An, I know. mean, yes, I know you don't want a trim, but some people do want a trim. Yeah, well, I thought we were talking you about me. You don't have oh, to sure. use a trim as well. Oh, you can you can you use it? Can, can you use crow, crowbar off? Um, what I would suggest is um, have a look at the Reverend Guitars website. Because oh my. I know. If there was ever going to be anything worse than Jay hopping on about the Baja Telecaster, it's you talking okay, well, about Reverend. Okay, so the reason that I recommend it is, um, well, in fact, there's two guitars I'm going to recommend. Two of them I've recently owned. Um, anything, Basically anything from Reverend pretty much comes in under the price point. The setup and the build quality on those is some of the best that you can get in a guitar under £1,000. And I think even when we had the Billy Corgan guitar here, which you guys all tried even if the look and the sound of it weren't to your taste, I think we all kind of decided... What's left? The the feel <laughs> was fantastic. Oh, okay. Even right. you, Jay, the other day, when you came around and I still had that Reverend guitar, yeah, you yeah, were like, yeah. this plays amazing. It, uh, yeah, absolutely. Money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think for your second guitar, that should be quite a priority. It should play really well. It yeah, should yeah. feel great. And then, obviously, Reverend offer loads of different choices in terms of what do you want the guitar to actually be? Do you want something that's got humbucker in the bridge, P90 in the neck? Do you want something that's got three strap pickups and a trim? Do you want something that has got two P90s and is, you know, a hollow-bodied guitar? But they've all got the same feel. So... That would be one place to look. I would also give a shout out um, to just a Gibson SG special. Thank like, you. Special. Goodness me. Well, also, um, Gibson Les Paul Tribute yeah. 999. Yep. I mean, what a great guitar for, you know, a, well, bang on a grand, really. But it's just, that is a killer. That's like the best Les Paul you're going to get for your money, almost. I think, I think. The, the problem is under a grand, there's like too much stuff that's good. Yeah. You know, you think about like some of those Ibanez that we spoke about earlier. I'm pretty sure some of those will come in under that price point. Or oh. Jay's yeah, saying none not, of those. No, no, no. But, but they we're do, talking uh, about the best guitar you can buy for, for under £1,000. And I think Ibanez are very much in a, apply to a very specific market. But like, do they though? Because I know they do some cheaper models of like the AZs and things like that. That's basically just a strat. Or, you know, not basically well, just a strat, a, but it's it's a super strat. And yeah. not all of them have got, like, crazy trims. Some of them have got just regular strat trims. They've got stop tails. <laughs> it's like, 
There's there's a lot. Think of all the ESP yeah, stuff. And an Ibanez is like a tracksuit, and and a, <laughs> what's that a, mean? A, a Gibson is like a suit. That's, yeah, that's I want the. Tra- uh, I will Jay, always, always, always choose. Tra- I'm wearing fine. a tracksuit I mean, literally can, right now. Well, you to can be honest, you can buy that Ibanez. If mate. someone said, "Do you want to wear a suit or do you want a tracksuit?" I would say tracksuit every time. No, and that's exactly the answer that I expect from the two of you. That's that's completely fine. I will continue to look like Tommy Shelby. You're from not going to look. You'll you're never not, look like Tommy Shelby. You will never look like that. I just want to look like Tommy Shelby from Peaky Blinders. Fine. Okay. Well, I mean. I, I agree. I absolutely think Gibson have to be talked about in the under a thousand pound market. I don't think any other company are coming anywhere close to offering the amount of American made guitars for under the a thousand pound mark. I also think the show called Provocateur to, to, to yep. continue sort of my oh, my my uh, GOTY rantage. I, I still think that guitar is absolutely fantastic. One of the most sort of cool looking, versatile, new like it's classic come modern it's got everything that you could possibly want it's well under a thousand pounds it's sort of like eight to nine pounds or whatever it was i actually have no idea if this question was asked in pounds or dollars i think it was pounds um, well i tried to look but i realized jay's now changed the entire document to pictures of ducks <laughs> um, uh, just quickly i've just gone on to the website of a uh well-known british retailer what even is that duck um and I just put in maximum price a thousand pounds just to see what was on there. Oh, so not GAC then? Uh, no, it is GAC actually. Oh, it is, <laughs> it is GAC, yeah. Um, got a search engine? Uh, yes, though. In fact, it's incredibly robust. So in that price point, you can now get PRSS two guitars. You can obviously get the Ibanez, a uh, load of Ibanez stuff. You can get a load of Gibson stuff. There's also Eastman to figure, factor into that conversation. East, Eastman are not going to come in at under a thousand. They are indeed. Eastman only T- for a hollow body, surely. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but yeah. we're talking yeah. about the best guitar for under a thousand. Yeah, well, it doesn't. Pounds. I'm just giving some options, Joe. I'm just giving some options. Um, so there's also obviously you know a lot of like high end Jackson and stuff like that. Um, there's just so much. There's so many guitars for that for a thousand pounds. Where there's so many ducks on this. There's document. so many ducks. Yeah, there is. I like the one that is coming out of the banana. A banana. Yeah. <laughs> Tell you what else looks great, and I didn't realise they were doing it for this kind of money. I thought they were only doing kind of low, lower end ones. Guild M75 Aristocrat, um, which is a kind of, it's. I mean, it's the Guild M75. It's a kind of classic design. Um, real. I don't know what the Guild M seventy five is. Can you so describe it? It's kind it? of like uh, it's a single cut, sort of like Les Pauly, I guess, but it's slightly like an bigger. Les Paul no, thing, no, no, right? no, not at all. Actually, much more traditional than that. It's like a oh, I know the one you body, mean. Yeah, um, glued neck, uh, and it's got that like vintage Guild tailpiece on it that goes up almost like the Guinness logo. Um, and uh, looks amazing. Nine hundred thirty one quid. Not had a chance to try one, but. If you're looking for something that just looks It's such a stunning. tricky price point, isn't it? Because there's, as you say, there's just so much stuff available there. God, oh, Gilded doing some great guitars. The Bluesbird. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, basically, if you've got a £1,000 to spend, I would say just try a bunch of stuff. Mm. Definitely, if you can get to try some Revan, get to try the Baja, get to try some Gibson stuff. You know, there's loads to choose from. Now, we are drawing towards the end of uh, of this week's free episode of the Guitar Nerds podcast. You can, of course, listen to an entire extra episode of Guitar Nerds every week over on our Patreon site, patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds. You can also find it in the description of this podcast episode. This week on our Patreon episode, uh, 
Uh, we, we're in fact going to record a, a quiz, quiz of the year. Yes, a quiz of 2019. We'll be quizzing, I will be quizzing the other Guitar Nerds hosts on their memory of all the things we've discussed throughout 2019. Now, to become a Patreon supporter, it costs only a dollar a month and you can enjoy the podcast ad-free and early every week. Plus, be a part of our live audience and participate in our semi-regular Guitar Nerds live episodes. At the $5 tier, you can enjoy an entire extra episode every week plus access to our entire back catalogue of mini-series like the Question Hole, Bar Chords and the Friday Specials. And at the $10 tier, you can become an executive producer and enjoy all these benefits plus the prestigious honour of having your name featured in our podcast outro song. Well, yes, you can follow us on all major social platforms with at Guitar Nerds and you can join us on our Facebook community at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Guitar Nerds Forum. Thanks very much for tuning in. We'll be back next week with more of this guitar nerdery. Farewell. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. 
Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. On Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.